After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly, beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Deuce and more, deuce and more, deuce and more, they tell you what they know, deuce and more, deuce and more, deuce and more, the podcast that you know. Hey, welcome into the Juice and Mo podcast, recording this live and late on a Friday night after the Kings secured. In Deuce Mason's opinion, the best win of the season. Damn. On the road against a team with the best home record in the NBA. Facts. Without De'Aaron Fox. Mm -hmm. They go and beat the Cleveland Cavaliers 106 to 95. But it wasn't just holding them under 100 points, Morgan Reagan. Uh Uh-uh, it wasn't just that. What was it? It was the fact that it was 95-87 Cavs. And the Kings closed the door on a 19-0 run. And they did it with... Defense. Oh, what a relief. The Sacramento Kings are 14 and 10, and we have another winning edition of Night Chat. I'm Deuce Mason. That's Morgan Reagan. How you doing, Mo, on you this Friday know. nights? You already know, Deuce. We just what a what a game. What what a vibe. What a feeling that that game gave me. I know. I try not to allow all these Sacramento Kings games to just dictate all of my emotions. <laughs> but it does. But hell, when is this good? Take it away, baby. <laughs> it's hard to believe that it happened the way it happened, Morgan. Um, Sabonis has a turnover at the 454 mark of the game. Okay. Osman scores 95-87. Damn. You're thinking, damn it. But then Herter right away hits a three, and it's like, okay, it's still kind of a game. Uh huh. To see what they did, how they closed the game was tremendous because tonight was frustrating in so many ways. There was nothing easy about the game tonight, right? You had 19 turnovers. Morgan, they ended at the free throw line tonight 12, I'm sorry, 20 of 32. They missed 12 free throws. So missing free throws, Turnovers, turning the ball over on the road against on the a good road team. against a good team. Just repeating everything you're saying, <laughs> um, missing 
some of your guys. Sure, they were missing Donovan Mitchell. Yes. But you're missing De'Aaron Fox, Terrence Davis within that second unit. You know what he can contribute, what he can add, especially on a night when you need it most. A team that is the number one defense right now in the NBA, or was. Yeah. Number 10, I believe, in offensive rating yep. going into tonight. And the Sacramento Kings did everything they needed to do down the stretch to get that W. It was going to be either one of the most like, man, they let this one go kind of games. But instead, they made it another one of those ones where we go, wow, they sure as hell know how to pull out a W. One of my favorite things about this win is, yeah, you did it shorthanded, but it's how they won this game. It's Absolutely. fighting through the fact that I thought they had a lot of self-inflicted wounds defensively tonight, with offensively tonight with the turnovers. Some really bad turnovers tonight. And then the missed free throws. You're seeing Sabonis get to the free throw line so many times, he misses six free throws. Harrison Barnes missed a few free throws tonight. And you're going, is this what we're going to be talking about after the game? Those type of things, turnovers and missed free throws, can be so deflating for a team. The fact that they could fight through that mentally and stay engaged defensively and win that game because of their defense tells you a lot about where this team is at and how that this team is actually good. Yeah, and it wasn't only that, Deuce. You had guys like, and I know we'll get to individuals, but like Matthew Delavadova coming in early into this game and then seeing a lot of minutes and then in that third quarter getting a big steal and going back down on the other end uh, to get Malik Monk an open three in transition. And then you had... Obviously, this Cavs defense doubling DeMontis Sabonis and them still trying or them figuring out a way to create even when he was getting that double thrown at him. And they figured it out. They made adjustments. And I think that's what makes it. Not only did they make adjustments, they fought through adversity. You talk about the deflating turnovers, the deflating missed free throws. It's just incredible how they kept making those adjustments. I have to stop you real fast because the chat is asking for it. The Kings did win. Arm the laser. Arm in the laser. Begin laser ignition. Fire the laser. It doesn't get old. Every time I try not to laugh after, just because I don't want that to be part it of it. It doesn't get old. <sighs> the beam is lit. Driving back from Stockton tonight. For the NBA G League game. We got there so early so we could watch the entire Kings game. And the Kings game ended literally minutes before tip-off of the Stockton Kings game at 7. So anyway, driving back to Sacramento on I-5, getting to the downtown area and seeing that beam lit was a pretty nice sight. Yeah. No, and it's crazy that through all the fog and everything else that you could still see it. Um, It's just an incredible beam. It's incredible what it does for this entire city. And I just love 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 that it just hasn't ever seemed like a tacky bit or something you don't want it literally brings an entire city together back to this game we talk about fighting through the turnovers fighting through the missed free throws and playing defense down the stretch you can't talk about this game without talking about a guy who is playing at an all-star level right now is that that's Demona Sabonis he started this game one of six, getting double teams left and right, dealing with Allen and Mobley, but it did not deter him. He kept going. He was making sure to spray it out, 
trying to get it to the three-point shooters. Keegan Murray benefited a lot from that. But Sabonis tonight finishes, Morgan, with 18 points. 18 rebounds, six assists. He also had three steals and two blocks. He did it in 37 minutes. When you need a win and you're shorthanded, you look to your key guys. Damanis Sabonis is like, I'm playing like the best player on this team right now. And he brought it. The numbers were outstanding. But what he did defensively, what he's continued to do defensively. That's it. We've been talking about it for about three weeks on the podcast. People have been sleeping on this guy's defense this year. Ooh. He gets this rap that he's not a good defensive player because he's not blocking three shots a night. And he does have issues at times, but he is such a good rebounder. He is so good at being vertical. And tonight after the game, the Kings debuted their DPOG. Big chain, defensive player of the game, and gave it to Sabonis. What stood out to you tonight? Uh, all around about Demonis Sabonis. Well, besides the photos of him wearing the chain, which were absolutely phenomenal, it just made me feel all the love that's in that locker room right now. You look at what he was doing on the floor. You talk about the way that he contests shots with his verticality, which I know you want to get to the verticality of this entire team, and we will, because it's now so noticeable, you guys. The amount of pride that they take in just keeping those arms up and staying vertical is just fantastic fantastic basketball on the defensive end but then also Sabonis the way that he knows how to move his hips the way that he knows how to be a mobile big um, be that big presence in the key on the defensive end I I'm I'm not shocked because he is such a high IQ player it just feels like he is paired up with the right type of coaches the right basketball minded coaches that are going to elevate his game and just take him to the next level. One of my favorite stats from tonight. Uh-huh. Sabonis had 18 rebounds. Mobley and Allen combined for 15. Ooh. And a huge thing tonight for me was how were the Kings going to handle rebounding the ball? They out-rebounded Cleveland 38-36. to 36. They battled. That, they battled, and I think... Part of it, too, is that last game, Mike Brown called out his team after the game. It was the most upset we have heard Mike Brown, mm -hmm. which caught some of us off guard because part, part of us were, hey, they battled Milwaukee. It was tough. He has higher standards for this group. I think he believes that this team can be a really, really good team. I think he believes this team is better than maybe we think it can be and some fans. He has high expectations. He called out their physicality tonight. They played physical. Yeah, he called them a glorified pickup basketball defensive team or something along those lines. And uh, him calling them out is always just out of respect and to motivate. It's never to uh, pile on and make people feel worse about themselves or their defense. It's because what he believes in what they're capable of doing. And tonight they showed that they really set the tone being physical, especially on the defensive end. Well, we mentioned the new chain. Uh, the Kings actually posted a video of that new chain, Morgan, that came out uh, of them actually giving it to Demonis Sabonis after the game. I'll show the video with the sound here. Aww. And we will play that right now. I go, I go. Hey, uh, fucking Davion, you were great tonight. Um, Deli, you were fucking great defensively tonight. But we got something new. We got defensive player of the game, all right? Uh, I'm going to let Jordy hand it out because Jordy's the defensive coordinator. Where you at, Jordy? Yeah, all right, Jordy come on right here, Jordy. All right, go ahead, Jordy. Hand this shit out right here, baby. <laughs> 19 rebounds, 15 verticalities. Come on, here it goes. 
Speech, speech, speech. Okay. Are you kidding me? All right, I had not seen that yet. I just got chills. I, I started to feel that. Davion, you're fucking great. Deli, you're fucking great. Give that shit to Sabonis. You guys. And hey, here's something that you just heard Jordy Fernandez, their, their assistant, say. What? 15 verticalities. Some mm. of you at home go, what the hell made up stat is that? People want to talk about Sabonis and he doesn't block shots. You know what it is in today's league? You don't get credit in this box score right here for verticalities. That's being up straight, contesting the shot without fouling. Sabonis had 15 according to their metrics tonight, and that is a big deal. I showed an example on our stream because truly, you know how hard it is to not even just come down just a little Many basketball players out there, if you've played at any level, you know how that is. It's hard. You, It's just an instinct to come down. When you stay disciplined and have the will to keep your arms up, you're sacrificing your face, your mm -hmm. body, mm -hmm. so many other things. And that's exactly what you're seeing these guys take so much pride in. And I, I just, I never knew at this level how important that would be for an entire team to buy in to how important staying vertical is. Like you always hear yeah. about it. You you hear you know it's a fundamental thing that people should do in every level of this game. You're seeing every player do it on this squad, but Sabonis is obviously dominating that stat line for these guys right now. And he wins that really awesome, looks like a fancy. DPOG chain, defensive player of the game chain, with the, it's kind of with the Kings logo in the background. They're not the first NBA team to hand out the chain. The Cavs actually do something similar, like a junkyard dog chain. Uh, the Nuggets have something too. Actually, DeAndre Jordan won it last night. I saw Michael Malone give it to him after Aww. the game, after they won in Portland. But, you know, th those little things, I think those things matter, especially when you're trying to establish a culture. What did Mike Brown say? when he first took over the team. He said many things, but one of the things that really stood out to me was talking about having a soul, mm -hmm. having an identity. I recall. They have that right now. Th this, this fan base is connected with this team. You, that team in that locker room after the game, the excitement that came from that moment, they had laser pointers going all over the Did place. Did you not feel like you were in that locker room in yeah. that moment? No, truly. Like I felt like I was part of the team. <laughs> It was like celebrating Sabonis and everything that he did out there tonight and the rest of this team. You can feel that energy, that genuine um, joy for one another and, and the accomplishments that they are having and just celebrating each other is so very important. And I know some people might be listening around the NBA and go, yeah, like we've seen that our entire time at this organization. It hasn't been in Sacramento. Those small Little, very important things have not been here, and that's why we are celebrating every single thing that we are noticing with this team this season. I, I just think it's cool. It's really cool. It's a, it's a good thing to get people engaged, and also when you're trying to encourage this team to be a good defensive team when they haven't been a good defensive team as a franchise in you know 16 years, mm. having something like that is a cool thing. It's not just a chain for who was the best player tonight. It was, no, it's defensive player of the game chain that we hand out during wins, and you won it tonight, Sabonis. One other thing I want to bring up, I mentioned Sabonis with 18 points, 18 rebounds, six assists, three steals, two blocks. He just had two turnovers. 
Allen and Mobley combined for 27 points, 15 rebounds, two blocks, five turnovers, and an assist. Hey, and that's, I mean, that's great to see, especially yeah. when we talk about what we lack here in Sacramento with bigs. And so many times, whenever there's a loss against the Milwaukee Bucks the other night, the amount of tweets I got of people talking about, we need this, they need to trade for this, and this needs to happen. I mean, you got to understand there's just going to be nights that other teams are just better, you know, championship caliber teams. But then there's also going to be nights you're going up against some really good bigs in this league and you're capable of still dominating or accomplishing things that you are supposed to be doing out there. The next guy we got to talk about, unless you have someone else. Let's see if we're going to say the same person at the same time. Ready? Okay. On right. three? Yeah, yeah. One, two, three. Keegan, Keegan Murray. Yeah! Thank you. Same page. Keegan Murray tonight. Okay. Another good game. His last five going into tonight, he was just under 15 points a game, efficient shooting tonight. He got it going from the start. 12 points early. He got into some foul trouble, some ticky-tack stuff, to be honest. Let's be real. Either way, the guy was really good. He had 18 points. He was six of eight, all of those from three-point land in the win. Uh, what did you see from Keegan Murray offensively and defensively? Well, let's start from the beginning of the game, the way that he came out, right? Hitting those corner threes, hitting those outside shots. It just looked so different than it has before. It looked like the Keegan we saw in mm -hmm. preseason, in summer league, just that confident shot, didn't give a shit about anyone else, anything else, what was going on, the outside noise, and was just knocking those down the way that he knew he could. And they needed those shots because especially we talked about the way that they were doubling Sabonis early on, uh, the defense collapsing. Okay, how else can we make sure to score in this game, especially if we aren't going to get every single paint touch that we need to get? We need to knock down those open shots. Keegan set that tone early with this squad. And he hit a huge one with a minute 22 to go. Davion found him. He had a three to make it 101-95 with a minute 22 to go. Just such an impressive performance. And, yeah, it, it's what a difference it makes for this team when he's able to give them something because he went a long time where he was in a funk. And I know people are worried about it, and I, I'm not criticizing those people. But for him to just stay confident and keep plugging away, now he has strung together six good games in a row. Yes. That's something to build on. And for him to be in the game late and he ends up playing 30 minutes, it's been a minute since he played that many minutes. So that that is really encouraging to me. Yeah. And to step up to on a game that De'Aaron Fox yes. is at, right? Yes. Like being like, okay, well, next man up mentality. He had that. He had 12 points in that first quarter. But then, Deuce, you talked about a little bit what he was doing on the defensive end. Not only his verticality, but in that second quarter, he picked up his third foul trying to take that charge, right? And we all question, well, what's a charge these days? <laughs> like, you know, what what what's going on here with some of those calls? It doesn't matter he's doing a great job of sacrificing his body and just understanding what it's going to take and he's doing everything he needs to do defensively right now and I just appreciate again another high IQ player on that end of the floor shout out to everyone watching us live over 600 people watching what? us live right now hours after the Kings win hours thank you and we're here hanging out talking about what we saw tonight the biggest thing you could do in the chat is make sure to hit the thumbs up button sure but also subscribe it doesn't cost you a thing to subscribe to the channel all it does 
hitting the thumbs up and subscribing is help our channel grow. We are closing in on 9,000 subs. We'll be at 10 before you know it. But let's get to 9,000 subs by the end of the weekend. I think we can do it. Whoa, really? Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, let's I mean, do it. I've been tracking the numbers. I, there's a path. Oh. There's, there's a path to make it. Thank you, John King. Thank you very much. Also, I put a poll question in the chat, Morgan. Of course you did. How do you feel after this win for the Beam team? Uh, better than ever? It's different. Next option is solid win. Long way to go. And then, but it's Kangs. Whoever put that, the 1% right now, they're trolling. Um, 71% of people say better than ever. It's different. 28% said solid win. Long way to go. And 1% say, but it's the Kangs. It's the Kangs. That's how they clicked that uh, button. I'm just, I'm really impressed by getting this win. And you got to take care of business in the next game against the Knicks. Then all of a sudden it's like, oh, could you? Can you get three on this trip? Can you get three on this trip? That's what, I, go five hundred. That's what I want. Anyway, She's getting ahead before we get too far yeah. ahead. The other guy I think we should mention too, um, Harrison Barnes. I think it's pretty simple. When Harrison Barnes has played well this year, the Kings usually win, dude. And it's not just oh he was solid tonight. Harrison Barnes twenty points tonight, Morgan. He was five of nine shooting. He hit three of six from downtown. And I know he missed some free throws. He ends up still seven of 10. Yeah. And again, I felt like late, there were times where the Kings just needed a bucket. They gave HB the ball. He was aggressive with taking it to the hoop and drawing a foul. That's it. It's, it's his ability to be aggressive in big moments and not chaotic either, because sometimes that can come into play. We, we saw times tonight. I was ready if, this team had lost talking about all the stagnant moments on the offensive end, all the ISO moments on the offensive end, all the times that they weren't getting the paint touches that they needed to get the offense moving. And those are frustrating at times, but then there's so many other times where they can rely on Harrison Barnes to just be that guy, be under control, be aggressive, get to the rack, get to the free throw line. And we've seen it before, especially with him. It's not easy when you start missing some free throws, he picked it back up. Finished off his free throw strong. I was just so happy with another solid performance from Harrison Barnes. Some people wanted him gone after the start of the year. And he's been very important. I, I should bring up his game log for a second. Also, there was a comment I have to read in the chat. So do not let me forget, Morgan. Oh, is it right there, though? Yeah, okay. I have it okay. saved. Got it, got it. <laughs> Thank you. You're, you're going to enjoy it. Oh, no. Um, Let's see here. So when Harrison Barnes... I mean, uh, he's he's really strung together some nice games. I mean, really, but when he scores like 16 or more, the Kings are in a good spot. Three, I'm seeing one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. So they have 10 wins when he scores 16 or more. Wow, you did that so quick, too. Rough math. I could be off a little bit. <laughs> just know that they win a lot more. Uh, and it makes sense. It makes sense to just what, what exactly what we said, because when he's scoring like that, he's doing so many other things that defenses have to pay attention to. He becomes that much more of a threat, which opens up other things for other guys from the chat. Oh, no. Mike. Okay. I love deuce. Okay. But no, Mike, no, but he needs some makeup, like some foundation. These cameras are high res. It's like a TV studio. Mo looks great. Well, I've got some TV makeup on, and I put it on for any time I'm on TV. Deuce only puts on TV makeup 
for NBC. Look. Oh. Oh. I, or why don't I, you are beautiful no matter what they say. I don't what give a shit what bring you, you down. Say. Or no, it's a kind song. No, I just like, I don't care. Okay. Well, I just don't care. I I know you don't care, but also you guys we shouldn't be talking about anyone's looks. We're talking about sports. I, right I now. mean, I don't think I look bad tonight. <laughs> Would makeup help? I, I'm sure makeup Wait, helps. I love that I'm you're just... breaking this down. Would makeup help? Would it help? Of course, it would help. You think you think my skin is this smooth with these lights and a 4K camera? Hell no! Hell no! I mean, I got pretty nice. Skin. Your pores are honestly—they have shrunk, so they look a lot better. I think Thank you've you. been using your skincare Thank a you. lot more consistently. Appreciate it. That was funny though, Mike. You made me laugh. <laughs> okay, so the Kings are 14 and 10. Morgan, 14 and 10. Uh, yeah, that's pretty good. That's pretty fun. So I know it's. Early. I'm not asking you for predictions. Oh no, but no, you no, are. No, 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 no. I you hate making predictions. You did make a vision board. That's some very nice things. Your it's vision board. A, it's a vision. Just, it was more like not putting it out there. Yeah. Now that we are, I mean, we're 24 games into the season. Game 25 coming up Sunday against the Knicks. Are you feeling differently? Have you, have your expectations raised a bit for them? Yes. Now? Like, they, are they, you are you more going? Yeah, this team should be good now. Or where are you at with them? No, I, I because you weren't necessarily a believer. You, I mean, I, you were the person. You, you were like so annoying. No, no. Hear me out. What you does were, a believer mean? Yeah. You were not a playoff believer. No. And and that's fun. I'm not criticizing that. You were like mm, maybe playing, but you were more so about. Mike Brown needs to establish a culture. Mm -hmm. It's not about winning or losing for me. You just want to see signs it's headed in the right direction. It was game by game for me exactly what I was going to see. And that was, are they playing competitively all the way through? Not only are they doing that, they're playing almost competitively all the way through every single possession on both ends of the floor. You know, I was expecting so many more games where I'd be like, that was a disappointed loss. Or, man, that was a fluky win. Haven't had many of those. I think... Still, the most disappointing loss would be that game against the Boston Celtics, only because I really believe that they still had a way yeah, yeah. to fight and keep it close, right? But truly, this team, in my expectations, yeah, they've raised the bar now this many games in. And when I say they raised the bar, I still think, like, my expectations, again, against a team like the Milwaukee Bucks was even less than what they showed me. And it didn't, I didn't think that they were going to get clobbered. Right. I wasn't thinking the score was going to be one way or another. But they showed me <laughs> that they really have the ability to have the right mindset against some of the best teams in this league. And then a game like tonight, a second game on the road against a team that plays their best at home. Like they, you're you're getting a different lesson each game. They really haven't had a clunker yet. You know what no. I mean? There hasn't been that game where you're like, like, there's definitely games on this trip you look at, like the Knicks game. I'm not acting like that's an easy game whatsoever, but I'm like, they should win that game. The Pistons game. They Knicks? should win that game. But they haven't had that game where it's like, man, they shot 30% and they just lost and they just played like garbage, right? They've right. been in every game. One thing I want to offer about the standings right now, because the Kings are 14 and 10. Right now, the 10th best, I'm what am I saying? 14 and 10. They're the fifth seed right now in the Western Conference. Mm -hmm. uh, I want to offer a couple of numbers, though. So they are eight and four at home this season. Okay. Okay. Perspective. Perspective. They're already halfway 
to what they won last year at home. No. They were 16 and 25 at home last year. Oh, it was so depressing. So th- they're 8 and 4 right now. They were 16 and 25 at home the entire year. On the road, Morgan, the Kings are at 500 after tonight's win. They're 6 and 6. Wow. Last year, they won 14 road games. They're 14 and 27. So, all those numbers are depressing. I mean, to be 500 on the road, you're going to take that. And a lot of those losses at home came early in the season when they started to have that 0-4 start. But that's the thing. It's not just about, hey, being 500 on the road, you're going to take that. It's how yes. they're doing shit on the road. It's how they're dominating at home. You guys, it's how they're playing basketball well, and right I think, now. I think that's why... You know, I, I, we were talking on the way back. I, we were doing our, like, pre-podcast on the way back. <laughs> yeah. We should have just gone live driving home, to I be know, honest. I know, I um, I think right now, if the Kings were 24 games, and it was like, man, they're just hot shooting all the time, you know? They're shooting their oh, way yeah. out of games sometimes. We'd obviously still be excited at 14 and 10. But there's something about how they're playing right now that just feels more sustainable, right? It's not like, hey, this team's off to a crazy hot start shooting. It's like... No, they, they they can shoot, but they're also capable of winning in different ways right now. Because there's ways for teams to create a scheme or a style or whatever it is to come in and take away shooting from a team, right? Like, that's that's something that can be adjusted from a good team to take away a team's identity. But what the Kings identity is, it's not just shooting. It's, it's how they get into their motion offense is unpredictable at times, right? Yeah. Whether it's a bonus pushing it up, whether it's your point guard and Fox or Davion pushing it up in being unpredictable really throws teams off. So it's not like, hey, this guy's just going to shoot well or this guy's just going to shoot well or Domas is going to dominate in the paint or just pass that shit around. No, it's a little bit of everything, keeping teams on their toes, being unpredictable, and that's also what's making this team so fun. I know I'm throwing a lot of numbers at you guys today, but this is what I like to do to just offer some more perspective based on what we've seen, right? We've told you about some of the home road record. That's encouraging. Um, we've been keeping an eye on defensive rating, right? Can Sacramento climb to be a respectable defensive team? I like to shrink things down. Sometimes I like seeing five-game sample size, 10 and 15. Last five games, the Kings are fifth in defensive rating. Whew. Last 10 games, you know where the Kings are at? No. Fifth. Wow. You know where the Kings are at in the last 15 games? Don't do it. Oh. 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 Fifth. Morgan, the last 15 games, the Kings are fifth in defensive rating? That's a big sample size. That's wow. not a joke. No, I, I... That's not a joke. This is real stuff, Morgan. That's what... I think that's really hard for people to believe. And defensive ratings, offensive oh ratings. I, I, no, no, no. No, 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 no. What? I did, the, I did the same thing again. Remember when I messed up that one you time? You messed up? I was clicking... <laughs> I, I know. I did the... I, I know. You did all that drama for no reason just to screw shit up again? What was that? Dude, what I hit? come on, man. All right, like, all right. Guys, guys, everyone in the chat, oh real fast. God. Real I fast. I'm going to show you this. my screen. I was doing this on the fly. And, the, you know, people have turnovers. You know, the Kings had 19 of them today. Deuce... <laughs> 
Deuce had one here. Oh. And, and it ha- oh, I have one early. Okay, we're going to do this together so we can watch this okay, together. Okay, okay, okay. All right, last That's five. Fine. Last five. The Kings are fifth. Are fifth. I was right. Okay, you're right Last about five that. games. The Kings okay. are fifth. Now okay. do. All right, All right we're going to go. Last you want to go last 10? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, last 10, last 10, last 10. The Kings are fifth. Okay, okay, now right. go 15. Okay, now, this okay. is where I messed up, all okay. right? This is where the turnover came. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Last 15. Don't get cute with it. They're 10th. Okay. 10th. All right. That's yeah. still good. That's great. I'll still it's take great. it. I, I still messed this whole thing but up. Like, fifth was yeah. like, I was getting, I was I know, like, my I know. stomach, I was I know. getting butterflies. Like, I know. I was like, oh my God, what's happening? And no, Doug. Doug says, douche is too high. I have, no, I'm not high at all. <laughs> I, I wish I could use it as an excuse. Like, hey, I popped a little Eddie. I'm uh, feeling good right now. No, Eddie was popped. Anyway, <laughs> last five games, fifth. Last 10, fifth. Oh, God. Right? Last yeah. 15, 10th. Yeah. That's still really encouraging, right? It's encouraging. Right? Uh, it makes me feel yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, that was a turnover. But no, truly though, Deuce, you look at those numbers. Yes. Uh, it's the same thing that whenever we look at the Western Conference standings and we go, <laughs> I know it's too early, but it's still exciting to see. We were we were crapping all over them when things were bad, when yes, it's at yes. the, the low end of things, when the defensive rating was always toward the end. You got to celebrate where it is right now because also how it looks on the floor. It's not fluky. It's not like they're playing a whole bunch of crap teams. <laughs> what they're doing right now is real. The, so celebrate it. The confidence when I went last 15 and I did oh like the whole God. tapping thing with five. I mean, you did drum roll. The, the showmanship was there. Yeah, but yeah. no, but like the major F up was like. It was, but you know what's good about the F? Acknowledge it right away. Oh, trying to make yourself. You feel guys want to hear another F, F up real? Actually, it happened on oh, the Stockton broadcast. This tonight. was great. All right. So we're calling the the Stockton Kings Oklahoma City Blue. By the way, OKC Thunder. We can't come up with a better name than Hey, what do the we blue. What do we name our G League team? Be nice. You know what are our colors? Orange. Now nah, let's call them the blue. What? Proceed. Come, that's all we got. That's all they got. Anyway, uh, Usman Jang, their rookie, is really talented. The eleventh pick of the draft. He played the last couple of games. Looked really good. Um. Get a breakaway jam. And I'm like, Usman Jang for three. And I right away. We just start just laughing, laughing on, on the, the broadcast. <laughs> what? I'm like, for and you're like, for a jam. What did I just say? Yeah, and then they showed the replay and I went, Usman Jang with the jam. Oh yeah, we got it. We gotta redo it. You he got did have redo. a couple of he, I said he had, he does have a couple of threes. Yeah. That was bad. It was so bad, but it was just one of those fun, very much of a blooper moment. Um, for broadcasters, yeah. especially for Deuce Mason. Um, Two turnovers. Going nice. back to the defense, because, you know, I messed that whole thing up. Uh-huh. But the growth that you're seeing defensively, what's been like the biggest change you've seen defensively from this team? I mean, I know we could point out the little things like we could be like, oh, well, the verticality, because you're you're seeing it happen possession after possession right but i think what that verticality really leads to like the bigger picture of what has changed is the discipline on Mm. the defensive end that they are willing to stay vertical and and do that so consistently and to consistently talk to one another to consistently be up in guys and be in passing lanes like it's just all on one string, but everyone's buy-in is absolutely incredible. And I know I already talked about it, but even Delhi Steele in that third quarter, like just every guy 
wants to make sure they're setting the tone. Every guy wants to take their defensive game to another level, which brings the team's defense to another level. We should talk about that guy you just mentioned and Davion Mitchell. Mitchell, who got the start tonight, and, you know, last year when he started, he was putting up some big numbers, end of season, whatever. But the cool thing about Davion is he's still bringing it defensively. He gets in the guys, and he's one of the guys that sets the tone. You talk about the communication. It is also the extra efforts. It's also just trying to keep your man in front of you, making him more uncomfortable, making life a little more challenging. And I thought the Kings did a hell of a job tonight on Darius Garland. I didn't feel like Garland got anything easy. He ends up 7 of 17. He did have 19 points. He had six assists, but he also had six turnovers. The Kings as a team had 11 steals, including three from Sabonis, Herter, and Del Vadova. Mm. So Davion did his thing. Then Del Vadova, who hasn't been playing, but the steady veteran, 15, nearly 16 minutes tonight. He had some nice defensive plays on Garland, and Garland beat him a few times because Darius Garland's an all-star level player. Yes. He made the team last year. But I thought Delhi did a hell of a job to come in there and give them something tonight. He was denying him. You know, you know how annoying that is when you're getting denied by the energy guy? It's the worst thing in the world. It can be so deflating at times. And that's exactly what Delhi was doing to Garland. And Garland was trying to make sure he could get some sort of switch at times to hunt out Kevin Herter or whoever else he wanted to hunt out so he wouldn't have the annoying guys on him. And that's when you know you're playing some good defense from the guards, Davion Mitchell and Matthew Delavadova as well. But for Delhi to come in early on in this game and actually perform, you know, we've seen Mike Brown put in some of his guys early and then it's like if they don't do what they need to do, okay, you got you, we tried you out. Wasn't good. We got to stick to our game plan. But Delhi saw more minutes because he was really uh, making an impact. He did what he needed to do, right? Be a pest out there. Mm. Be physical. Mm. Be kind of annoying. He got into him. He got into Garland. Garland was frustrated with him a couple of times. Yeah. No, it's so so annoying, and I love it so much. These are the times when I love having that type of player on the squad. Um, We're going to hear from Mike Brown in a second because I want to hear some of his post-game press conference from the win over Cleveland, but we should mention that tonight's Night Chat is presented by a New York Times bestselling author, someone whose new book, thanks to probably you guys and so many others, is on the Amazon charts. It was at what? What was the peak? Dude. Was that fifth? No, no. It was second. It was second on the Amazon charts. Second. It's called Such a Beautiful Family. And you're thinking, oh, is this a nice book to read to the kids before bed? No, it's not. (laughs) No. Uh, Buckle up. Because if you read a T.R. Reagan book, it's a thriller. They're dark. They're twisted. But they're awesome to read. I encourage you to go check out her latest book, Such a Beautiful Family. At T.R. Reagan, Morgan's mom does a hell of a job, self-published author who hit it big after years and years of being turned down. But she said, you know what? I don't care if you're blocking my shot. I'm going back up strong because I'm a big, I'm going to jam it on your head like I'm Demonis Sabonis. That's literally what she did. She's such an inspiration, and especially for us who are trying to obviously keep living out our dream and trying to keep growing a small business with this podcast. It's like we saw someone like her who just get turned down, turned down, turned down and said, F all of you, I'm going to do it on my own. That's exactly what she's doing, but she's 
doing it at such a high level. She doesn't even know how she does it sometimes. She's like, oh my gosh, this one's back on the Amazon charts and it's number two. How did this happen? And I'm like, I don't know, mom. Maybe you're actually really good at writing. A lot of people like reading your shit. So that's what's going on with T.R. Reagan. And if you guys want to check out her stuff, make sure you go to trreagan.com or you can search T.R. Reagan on Amazon. Appreciate everyone's support. The Deuce and Mo podcast, but that's not all tonight. We should mention this tonight. Um, oh, we have merch, yeah. but Morgan decided, oh, I'm in the giving mood. So if you go to deucemo.com, you see a promo code at the top. This is through the new year. We're yep. doing holiday 20 at checkout. You get 20% off. That's holiday 20 at checkout for 20% off all of our merch. We got night chat logos, new logos, the Deuce and Mo NWO style, the Tower Records version, the OG. We got stickers, crew neck, zip ups. We got it all over at deuceandmo.com. Click on merch and use promo code HOLIDAY20 at checkout for 20% off. I'm going there. Yeah, you're welcome. I mean, yeah, no, I already have bought way too much stuff, but more. I need more crewnecks. Um, We should hear some Mike Brown from uh, tonight. I'm curious to hear what he had to say about the Kings win over the Cavs. And Morgan, were you also surprised to see how many like F-bombs and stuff that Mike Brown drops postgame? Nev- no. <laughs> It's like he is my spirit animal. Also, shout out Kings. Like, this is the content fans want. Yes. Fans want real, genuine stuff. For so Thank long, you. pro teams would just put out fluff about their team. Like, hey, this is this uh, cool. And it's not some of the stuff you have to do. It's like community stuff. It's cool. Yeah. But people want real behind-the-scenes stuff. I want to hear Mike Brown drop an F-bomb. Thank you. I want to see real emotion. And they're doing that. So that was a huge credit to them. Anyway, let's hear from Mike Brown post-game. I, I, I tell you what, that was... Uh... That was a big, big, big time win. Um, I don't know if I should say this yet, but when you get a win like that on the road, to me, that's a sign that you may have a good team. Um, I hope I'm not speaking too soon because we still got a lot of room to grow and a lot of things to get better at. But it was an ugly game. Uh, started out moving the ball, playing great D, um, doing some really good things. And then uh, I thought we individually, individually started holding on to the basketball a little too long. And that gave them the ability to get out off our turnovers and transition, get some easy baskets, and Garland got it going, and they were back in the game, next thing you know. And then from there it was a dogfight. And <clears throat> our guys probably could have quit eight, nine times, if not more, uh, because it's hard. It was hard. You're on the road. You're missing, you know, one of your two best players in Foxy, and things aren't going well, and, you know, the crowd's in it uh, uh, for those guys. And uh, But, I, I, man, I, I just – the toughness that we have showed tonight, uh, starting with Domas. Domas was on freaking believable. He, 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 he was amazing. Um I, I I still am amazed at how hard that man plays every freaking possession. He doesn't take a possession off. And, you know, when you have that from one of your best players, if not the best player, it, it, it's, it's contagious. And so him sticking with it, Harrison sticking with it, Kevin sticking with it, Davion sticking with it. Delhi step. I mean, we had some guys step up and just keep playing and grinding and grinding and playing. And 
that's what we have to do in order to get wins on the road. It's going to be hard. So we got to try to win the possession game. we got to do the little things. But we have to bring a toughness that the entire team brought throughout most of the game. I mean, to end the game with 10 straight stops, unbelievable, unbelievable. I, I, I take my hat off to the guys. And the one thing that I challenge our guys on is I thought when we played Milwaukee, they didn't feel us, especially to start the game. Uh, we did not bring a physicality to that game. And you can't do that versus a championship-level team, especially on the road. So I challenged them to do that tonight. Uh, we did not do a good job boxing out, keeping guys off the glass. I challenged them to do that tonight. And offensively, I thought we let Milwaukee dictate the pace of the game for us. And I challenged our guys to push the ball. I don't know what our pace was, but even though we didn't score 120, it felt like it was pretty good, especially as the game went on. So every bar that I challenged them with, those three things, I thought they met tonight. And the most important thing was the physicality that they brought to the game, especially when needed it, when needed late in the fourth, when we had to get stops. Uh, it's just a fun, fun game to be a part of. And, and uh, as you guys will know, if you haven't already known, uh, Domus was our defensive player of the game to, tonight. Wow. Pause for a second to react to that mm -hmm. one. That was a three-minute, 44-second opening statement from Mike Brown, who was beyond proud of what he saw in the response from his team. It's something we were mentioning last night, Chaz, like, how are they going to respond after he got, they <laughs> called him out? If he was calling him out like this to the media, you know what he was saying behind the scenes. But what do you think of what he said at first, the beginning? He goes, these are the type of wins, and I'm not trying to be, speak too soon, where you go, we are a good team. It's... I love it because it, dude, how many times do I, as a person, like I try to hold back when and not speak too soon on something because I want to believe it's a good team, but no, what you're seeing in the wins that you're seeing and especially win like tonight in the response after a loss against Milwaukee, that is what is starting to define this as a good team and it's funny because i would have thought that mike brown could call that out sooner and for him to feel confident in saying that tonight really makes me feel like yeah we're all witnessing a good team right now in sacramento good team in the making at least at the very least they're playing at good at the very least yes they're playing good basketball right now they are a team they're playing good team defense and guys could be missing Guys who may be out of the rotation at times can come in and step in. Delva Dova's barely played. Yeah. When was the last time we saw Delhi in a game with meaningful minutes? Like, what, the Boston game? He came in for a second? Maybe. I mean, I don't even know. The other thing he mentioned was the pace. He said he didn't know what it was. It felt better. Thanks to our guy, Will Z, who does amazing stats on social media. You should definitely check out Will Z stats on Twitter. Uh, he said the pace of the total game uh, was 90... 6.5 the pace of the first quarter 102 pace of the last six minutes 106.52 that's a pretty telling stat so yeah he's exactly right there and um yeah it was it's, it's interesting to hear mike brown from post milwaukee compared to post cleveland big difference yeah let's hear more from mike brown he, he got he got a little bling bling oh. 
Yes. First, first question, King's Blaine. What tell us about that? Is that new? It's new. Yes. It, I mean, you know, Vivek's a billionaire, and so we're trying to we're trying to spend some of his money without him knowing. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Yes. <laughs> v, v, it's going to cost you, baby. It's going to cost you. <laughs> uh, you got to ask Jordy. Jordy's our defensive coordinator. It's his puppy. Uh, I don't know how many guys in terms of security that he has around it, but uh, if he tells his guys that uh, you could take a look at it, I'm sure the three or four guys that are supposed to be guarding it will let you take a quick peek. <laughs> it went to the defensive player of the game who was Domus. We had a lot of guys. We, I mean, we, it could have been it could have been Delhi. It could have been Davion Mitchell. I mean, I mean it, 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 there were some guys that stepped up tonight and did a heck of a job on that end of the floor. Garland was rolling, and you know your point guard is ahead of the snake when it comes to the defense end of the floor. Domas is our communicator; he's our backline; he's our quarterback. But the head of the snake has to be great for you. And Davion, he, he was he wasn't feeling well tonight, and we almost took him out. I don't know if you remember we we, we sent Delhi to the scorers table because because Davion was he felt a little lightheaded. You know, and uh, so we were going to get him out, but he, he wanted to stay and he showed his toughness and he did a heck of a job down the stretch when we needed him to because of the way that Garland was rolling. One more, Mike. Yep. Um, you talked about challenging the team to come out with physicality yep. and making Cleveland feel you early. Yeah. Call the timeout like 70 seconds into the game. Yeah. Was, was that part of the correction? Yes. Yeah, I, I, I thought we we didn't do a good job. I think they got a transition bucket and they got another bucket just too easy. Too easy. And, and that was one of the things that I harped on from the Milwaukee game is don't let these cats just come in the game and play nilly-willy free because if they do, they're going to get a rhythm. And when an NBA team gets a rhythm, it's a wrap. And uh, our, our guys responded, you know, and, and it was great because we were playing well offensively. We responded defensively. There was just a little stretch during that game where the ball wasn't popping, ball wasn't moving. And uh, when we held on it a little too long, our spacing wasn't good neither, and that gave them the ability to get out and run on us. Um, 
even when you guys are scoring 130, you bring the conversation back to defense. And, and so yeah. I just wonder how much it fires them up to see, like you said, to close a game out on 10 stops and then I am like I, I I don't know I said this a few games I can't even remember what game it was I said that game was my favorite game maybe the Chicago game uh, this is my favorite game <laughs> I mean you know because again if we want to be good we have the ability to score you know uh, but if we want to be good we have to bring our hard hat especially to away games versus versus good teams it's a playoff team. And, you know, people can arguably say, well, Donovan wasn't playing. Well, you know, Foxy wasn't playing. You know, it's, it's, that's why you have 15 or 17 guys on your team. It's a team. And so the next man has to step up. And Davion was the next man that stepped up to start. And uh, Delhi was the next man to step up as a backup. And both those guys, as well as the rest, of, the rest of the team, brought their hard hat tonight and figured out a way to get a win in an ugly game. A lot of fun. There we go. There's Mike Brown post game, man. What's your reaction, Morgan? Because I, I could tell you have a lot to say. Well, one of the first things I want to talk about before I talk about how much I love Mike Brown, because isn't that what time of the night it is? Oh, oh is it, it is. It's slobber over Mike Brown yes. time. Dun, 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 dun. Ah! Turn the fucking jets on. Turn the fucking jets on. You, you can feel, just like you said before, his proud how proud he feels of his team for their accomplishments, uh, the joy, the connection. But something that stood out to me that we didn't know before was the Davion Mitchell thing. Yeah, You and I were talking about that when he subbed Davion Mitchell out. And we were like, this is the time to give Davion his minutes. We, we look, look what he's done when he plays more minutes. He finds his rhythm. He finds his groove. Why isn't he playing? Well, we got our answer right there. And still try to fight through it, too, by the way. I'm just enjoying every moment. Savor these moments. I just am, savor. Do you know I and feel I'm gonna, that? I'm going to keep telling people. Yeah. I, I, I know I've said this before. There's nothing like the come up, right? Because, you know, winning teams, it's like, of course, you would trade me. I want 50 wins every year. But expectations come with that. And, like, you know, you, you get irritated when your team doesn't win Oh, we we won 55 last year. It's 50 this year. Oh, we took a step back. This is a joke. You know, my whole point, enjoy the come up. Enjoy the, the, every moment. And it's like you're rooting for a team right now that not only is winning games, they're entertaining. Mm -hmm. They're doing it in different ways. The vibes are perfect. Not only with the fans and the beat. I'm talking about with the coach, the guy who sets the tone, Right. <laughs> The yeah. fact that they hired him, what a move, thank Monty. What a God, move, Wes God. Wilcox. Because this guy has shown you he belonged in the NBA. And the Kings may have pulled off one of the greatest thefts Oof. in a long time to hire Mike Brown as their head coach. He is changing the culture. He is absolutely changing the identity. He was talking about the soul and how you need to have a soul within an organization. He has brought a soul to Sacramento. And what's great, too, is that he might have... No, he probably wouldn't have been the guy years ago um, because him as a person, as a coach, has learned so much from his time 
bouncing around yep. and then being with a championship team like the Golden State Warriors and building what he did there, especially defensively. And so now, because he got to grow and learn, he gets to bring that here in his perfect time of his career. And I'm just so thankful for the timing. I'm also thankful for everyone watching us live right now as we are in the 11 o'clock hour. When the game ended four hours ago and wow. we have 600 plus people watching us live make sure to hit the thumbs up button make sure to subscribe shout out to ryan who became a member five straight months for him jesse became a member thank you to mike john hong loco and randy for subscribing donald james became a member again so did muhammad kessie donated subs on twitch atrocity just subscribed on youtube appreciate everyone you helping our channel grow Thank you. No, thank it just every time you we we talk about appreciating like the come up for the Sacramento Kings and everything. Every single night chat, mm -hmm. every single one. It doesn't matter if it was two years ago when we started and we had 30 people live or to now on a Friday night at eleven o'clock with over six hundred people live. It just it means the world to us every single episode. So thank you for all the support. Also, side note, I am really thinking of my friend Jason Ross right now. I just checked the Sac State score right now. They're in the playoff game against Incarnate Ward. It is 59-56 with 4.57 to go in the fourth. <laughs> Sac State has the ball in the red zone. My pull point to that, 59-56? Is he calling a basketball game or a oh football game? Oh my God, that's insane. Wait. Insane. Anyway, uh, we'll keep our eye on that. Hey, what is up, Christian? Hello, how you guys doing? Good. We are good, man. What, what's on your mind? Uh, I mean, I just want to highlight two plays I, um, in the fourth quarter that made me think this team is good. This team, not just they can win a game. They can win every game in front of them. Uh, one was Sabonis on a three-on-one in the post, just putting people in the weight room and getting an N one Yep. And then... The last one was Keegan Murray, simply cold-blooded three-pointer to put them up by six. And he looked at, he's looking at the bench like, eh, it's nothing. <laughs> yeah, no, you're right. And Sabonis, by the way, again, hit in the face three times, I think, tonight. He leads the NBA. I think he set an NBA record tonight. 765 times he's been hit in the face this wow. season. It's crazy the amount. That at least some of these bigs get abused. I'm watching Jokic the other night. Oh he looked God. like someone took a knife to his arm. There's scratches all over his body. Embiid gets beat up. Sabonis gets beat up. And Sabonis kept battling. And what I loved about tonight is it's not easy going up against this Cavs defense with Allen and Mobley down there. But he kept fighting. He, he got to the free throw line. I know he missed some tonight, too. The guy was a beast. He did an absolutely stellar job playing like an all-star. No, of course. And to be fair, it's tough to play defense every single possession in the NBA. And that 19-0 run, they played defense every single possession. There was no missed assignment. There was no lapse in coverage. They played like they needed to win this game. And that is something that you can't say Kings did every every year for the last 16 years. No. They played like they needed to win this game. And, and that's something I appreciate. And it's great that you mentioned that too because Mike Brown was talking about that. He was talking about those 10 defensive possessions and just it being all, all stops and playing all the way through. And you're, it's 
you're you're right that we haven't seen that and now we're seeing that with this team on such a consistent competitive fun level i mean we deserve it as basketball fans to watch it but man this team just makes it that much more fun absolutely let's i'll let i'll let this one last statement let you guys go get to other people but light the beam bring on the knicks let's get to the playoffs oh appreciate that i love that christian thanks so much thanks, for checking christian. in and honestly you, the, a great night. you too man the reality is if they play defense the way they've been playing defense over the last 15 games, mm-hmm. which is 10th in the NBA, 10th, not 5th, 10th, they're going to make the playoffs. They keep playing like this, they're going to make the playoffs. Yeah. So that that's big-time stuff. I do want to highlight this. Shout-out to one of our loyal uh, podcast listeners, uh, Ben, for letting me know about this. Uh, this was on Bally Sports Cleveland uh, post-game. Uh, Austin Carr was talking about the defense that was played on uh, Darius Garland. Had a tough time playing without Donovan, and that, that's a lot of points to miss from your offense. And you could just tell they just couldn't find anybody else other to go to than Garland. Garland was the one that got him back in the ball game when he got hot there in that first half. But at the same time, once he they kind of took him out of the game. Nobody else could stand up to the pressure. And the one thing the Kings showed us tonight, while they're different than they have been in the past, they play defense tonight. In that last five minutes, they were pretty solid. Damn right, man. Damn and they right. were pretty solid. Yeah. Hell yeah, they, they were, were. They were really solid. Yes, they were. Do Simo, what's up? What is Nick, going? Turn down their TV, huh? I, what's I, up? Mike just—I mean, uh, whatever your name is, Nick. You would you just make an entrance? Why did I call you Mike? Why did I call him Mike? I don't know. You're you're having turnovers, Nick. Uh, wait, what Nick. is okay? The, okay, the phone is way too close to your face, and you have stuff all in your teeth. Wait, what'd you eat tonight? What did you pizza? What is in your? <laughs> <laughs> what did you eat, Nick? Answer the question. Pasta. <laughs> I, I just I don't understand how you get pasta that much in your teeth. Like, how is that possible? <laughs> hey, hey, but hey, I do want to say that I do want to say that hey, I did enjoy the Kings win. Why not win today? Yeah, why not? Why what, not? what do you think of the defense? I and the defense felt pretty good, and I do have to say, why not light the beam? Why, why not, not light, light the, the beam? beam? Totally makes sense. Um, what do you think about Demontis Sabonis getting that big old chain after the game? Yeah. Oh, it felt pretty. Yeah. It felt pretty good. Nick, people are trying to sleep, and you're talking loud. You just got in trouble. <laughs> you just got in trouble. Yeah. Did, did your mom just yell at you? No, Jonathan, my roommate. Oh. Hey, you tell Jonathan that you are on night chat with Deuce and Mo. Yeah. Is he? All right. Wait, are you are you okay? Yeah, I'm okay. I'm fine. Do we, okay, do we need do do me Morgan need to rough up uh, Jonathan a little? Let bit? Let us know. We'll do anything for I'll, you. Nick. I'll drop the people's elbow right on his ass. <laughs> He's no, we're good. He closed the door. Oh, good. Did oh. he know you're on night chat? He didn't know. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, yeah. So, but I do have to say that the Kings did win, and I'm I'm excited for the win. 
Why not go to New York and beat the Knicks? Why not, Nick? Why not go to New York on Sunday? All and, right. And Mo, are you going to be in San Francisco on Sunday? No, no I'm not we already be talked about this. We already this. talked about this. Nick, hey, are you going to sleep well tonight? Yeah, I am. Uh, my, I, I, yeah, I am. Uh, yes, I you are. My great aunt's funeral is on Wednesday. I know. This we the, know. This is the third time and in a row you've mentioned that. And we're really sorry. Are, are you trying to take away from my grandma's death? Oh. Are you trying to take away from my oh. grandma's death? Because I'm offended right no. now. <laughs> no. But I know tomorrow is supposed to be raining tomorrow. Okay. Now okay. you are small yeah, talking us yeah, to death. This Nick, is you. go to bed. Go to bed. Sleep dreams. Sleep dreams. Hey, 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 why not why not win on Sunday? Why, why not? not? Sleep, Sleep dreams. dreams. That game is actually that game is a three o'clock game on Sunday. Nick. Sleep dreams. Sleep dreams. Nick. Go to bed. Go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> He's getting in trouble by his roommates tonight. People are trying to sleep. I think you. Oh my there god. There you go. My goodness, Nick. Oh. Sweet Nick. His roommate was not happy with him. Uh, also, I failed to mention Matthew, by the way, who donated 50 bucks. Oh. With the cute little emoji thing. Thanks, oh Matthew. My god. So funny, Nick. Sack so State scored. They're up 63-59 with a minute 43 to go. Jason Ross has got to be losing his mind right now. <laughs> All right. Um, let's go check in with Jamie. What's up, Jamie? Welcome in to Night Chat. Jamie. Hi, Deuce. Hi, Morgan. What's hey. up, Jamie? What's up, guys? Did you have fun watching the game tonight? Uh, yeah, I... I most I only watched the fourth quarter though because I had a school dance tonight. Ooh, how'd the dance go? I'm gonna be honest with you, it was low key very boring. Ooh. Oh, why why was it low key very boring? I I'm gonna be I only went to go hang out with my friend. No, that's cool. That's good. Did you dance at all, or you you're not comfortable dancing yet? I I like danced with my friends. Yeah, I always feel like middle school dances are the weird ones, right? Early yeah. on, because no one really knows what to do. And then you, you like the slow dance song comes on. You look for some for someone to dance with. You're kind of unsure. Are you gonna make that move? Are you? Whether they're gonna say yes or no? Yeah. I mean, no, it's true. It's always so weird. It's like, oh, Casey and JoJo's on. Really weird that we're like, you know, twelve years old and yeah. dancing to this. Did, love song. did you slow dance at all tonight? No. Heck no. Oh. oh what, what are you against slow dancing, man? Yeah, slow dancing slow could be weird. It no, could be weird. Why? I don't know. It's, it's, it's weird because, like, a lot of the schools at the dances, and I don't, and I don't want them to see. Because I'm, like, one of the popular kids at school. I don't want to see them, me slow dancing with a kid. Because then they're going to start laughing at me and start spreading rumors. And that, well, first so, of all, first of all, there wasn't a dance that I did not slow dance. We know. Get dude. in line. We, oh, my God. Ew, you sound so old and creepy. Um, okay, you just it's a dance. Just have fun. Just enjoy these moments. Because you know what? When you're an adult, there's no dances. You don't go, no one goes dancing. That's true. No, it, it's a good right. point, Jamie. It's like, enjoy it. I mean, enjoy it with your friends just like you did. And, um, you know, I feel like, does everyone kind of crap on the DJ and go, God, this song's so stupid? We don't, we don't, our DJ is our leadership class teacher. Oh, so. oh God. He probably sucks so hey. bad. It's a girl. Okay. My bad. She's, I... she's the, Miss Romano's the best. Okay. Don't be make nice me feel bad about Miss Romano. Romano. 
God, sorry. I love the Romanos. Oh, hey, it's me. Hey, hey, it's me, Ray Romano. Hey, hey, how you doing? It's me, Ray Romano. Hey, everybody loves me. Okay, me, Jamie's like, I don't even know what know. you're talking about. Uh, anyway, uh, Jamie, what do you have to say about the game? Well, like, I'm, I only started watching the game, uh, like, right before the 19-0 to run. Yeah, but, um, good time to Ke- watch. Yeah, uh, Keegan Murray knocked down some really good threes. I think all like all of his point. I think all of his points were from the three. Yes, were uh, three pointers. So. Yes, they were. Dude, it was it was it was definitely a fun one. Probably, probably even more fun than your dance. But it's okay because there's a lot more games and a lot less dances. So I mean, I would just say for you, be encouraged by the Sacramento Kings because, damn it, Jamie, it was a fun win. I think if if we win on Sunday, I'm gonna wear my Kings jersey to school on Monday. You damn right. Let's go. All right. Well, uh, Jamie, thanks for checking in, man. Thank you, guys. Have a good night. Bye, Bye, Jamie. There's Jamie. Appreciate him. Good school dance. You're making yourself sound like old. How? Um, pulling out a Ray Romano impersonation. I oh, I am so sorry. I wasn't doing it to act like I was hip. Name was. Mrs. Romano. Sorry, I thought about Ray Romano. And then saying, I had every everybody in line waiting to, to, to slow dance with not. me. No, like, that's like creepy, weird old okay. man shit Agreed, right there. Disagree. Like, let's not be cool. Can, I'm trying to be cool because Arthur is here. And he says, honestly, my first time here. Who are these two? They seem like cool people. <laughs> Arthur, I swear I'm cool. Uh, welcome, by the way. Welcome. Hi, Arthur. Yeah. I swear. Derek says, hey, Mo was talking about Casey and JoJo, and Deuce was talking about Ray Romano. Don't confuse the kid. That that's is, a good point. That's true. I did mention drop Casey and JoJo. Uh, honestly, Arthur, I appreciate you being here. So we do podcasts after every Kings game. Where we do a lot of NBA stuff. Um, we love sports. We love basketball. Appreciate you being here. Thanks, so, Arthur. Hang out. Shout out to Kenneth, who donated 50 memberships oh, again. Kenneth. And Joseph, who became a member. Appreciate that. Uh, we, we should hit a couple of NBA topics before we go, too. Cool. But let's uh, go next and check in with Stu. What up, Stu? Stu, unmute yourself. You're on Night Chat with Deuce and with Mo. I'm sorry. Hey, what's okay, up? I'm here. I'm sorry. What's up, man? Hey. Stack State 63, 59 right now, I think it is. Hell yes, man. How much time's Just left? Just throwing it out there. Just throwing it out there. It's about a minute and a half, I think. Oh, oh no. No, 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 yeah. no, no. Wait, we, no. We, we have an update. Uh, Incarnate Ward took the lead at 65-63. Oh, no. With 27 seconds left. Yeah. Oh, damn. Okay. Shit. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, did you have anything uh, on the... Kings. Yeah, go Kings. That was it. All right, cool. Thank you. I love Stu. Just a little check-in. Just Just to the point, you know? (laughs) Thank you, Stu. Let's go to uh, Nader Tots. What's up, Nate? Hey, what's going on, guys? Can you hear me okay? We got you, man. What's up, dude? Awesome. I've been listening to you guys for a while, but this is the first time I've... uh... I've called in and hopefully Sac State pulls that off. What a what a crazy game! But yeah, insane, man. How long you been listening to us? Well, I, let's see. It's, since the preseason, I actually ran into uh, Morgan. I went. I, I've only been to one game this year. It was the Nets game, and I uh, I ran into Morgan with a couple friends, and I was like, "Oh, what's up?" You know, I feeling like we're friends, even though she has no idea who I am. But yeah, yeah. No, nah, 
I enjoy listening to you guys, and uh, I really don't even have anything in particular I want to say. I just kind of want to inject a little positivity and excitement into the chat on a night like this. Um, I'm 31. For, I'm 31 for reference, so I've you know remember all these terrible years. Yeah, and um, just like you guys have said, um, to finally be at a season where you feel like you could beat any team, regardless who it is, you know. Um, it's, it's just so exciting and to see the reception of the fans and how everyone is going. I mean, there's so much buzz. I'm, I'm from Woodland. Um, so I've, you know, a lot of my friends I grew up with are Kings fans and, um, man, just what a long time coming. And I just, I just remember for years past, I would look in the schedule and be like, Oh God, this team, that's a loss. This team, that's a loss. If we're lucky, this is a win. And for the first time in so long and over a decade, you just like we could be anyone. It just depends if we're going to come, you know, come and show up. So it's such a, it's su- no, you're so right. That feeling alone, like just feeling hope and confidence going into each game every night. It, it, it brings a different sort of excitement when you're going to watch uh, a game with the Kings on a Tuesday night against Orlando or whoever the hell it is, yeah. right? It's just like, you know, you don't know what you're going to get. If you're just going to get a dominating win, if you're going to get a good competitive win, or you're going to see something new that you didn't know about this team, I'm totally with you. Yeah, it's like you finally feel like, you know, we're obviously not going to win every game, but just having that confidence that we can finally and, of course, I just got to give love to Monty McNair for building this. He's of course, has to get an extension. And then um, just what an incredible job. I know it's early. I'm not trying to, like, crown us or anything. We have a long ways to go. But um, what a phenomenal job Mike Brown's done. You know, just the energy he brings, uh, the voice he brings. Uh, you just know everyone's buying in. And I just don't think we've had that in a while. So uh, just just really exciting times and uh, to be a Kings fan, you know. Dude, no doubt about it. Thanks for checking in, Nate. Yeah, thank you guys for having me on. I'll let you guys go. I know it's getting late, but appreciate you letting me get a word in, and uh, I'll come uh, I'll come pop in uh, another time for sure. Absolutely, yeah. dude. Appreciate Thanks, you, man. Nate. And what he just said is, like, dead on, that now we're to the point of the year with how the Kings have played where you feel like they can win any game. Mm-hmm. Truly. No, that's, like, truly, which makes it that much more exciting going into each game, which that's what makes expectations go yeah. a little bit higher, right? Because although you're not going in, some people do, but I don't go into every single game and just go, all right, they're going to win this one. They're going to win this one. But the expectations do shift and that's okay too. Just don't feel too high. Don't feel too low. What are you, what are you looking at? No, I'm just like, yeah, that's my like, just enjoying the moment. Shout out to uh, Joseph, who became a member and donated five bucks saying, light the damn beam. <laughs> Thanks, Joseph. Yeah. And I, I understand people want to always go, it is early. I'm not trying to get ahead either. It's like, no, it's fine. You're allowed to get excited. It doesn't mean you have to automatically think they're going to be like the number two seed. You don't even have to think that like yeah. right now they're the fifth seed in the West. You don't necessarily have to believe that they're going to be the fifth seed in the West either. But we are closing in on 25 games into an NBA season, and they have been good. What, please name me a bad loss. Please tell me a game where you go back and go, they should have won that game. Early in the year against the Clippers, free they throws. missed the free throws. Yep. Okay. 
All right, that's fair. Boston you, you know, was just Boston was frustrating because of how it ended. But you, is number there one shame team in, in the Eastern losing Conference? to Boston. No, like they played the Suns well. You know, they yeah. had a chance. Like they haven't had a stinker. And let's not be naive. That is coming. Like oh, they're yeah. gonna have a game where we're gonna be like. How did they lose to this team tonight? I'm just shocked it hasn't come already. Yeah, yeah. And I think you you think about some of those games where it was a deciding factor by the officials at the end, the Warriors game, the Miami Heat game. Um, but since we haven't had to see something like that, where it just came down to the end for the officials because the Kings did a good job yeah. of of keeping things apart. And people point to the first game of the season, Portland, like they should have won that game. Yeah, they definitely had chances to win that game, but it's like, for me, it's so hard because it was like game one. You know, I, but oh, that's I'm... fair. But if, but even if I grant you that, like, hey, Portland, that's one where you, okay, so one game out of 24. Right. Other than that, they've been really competitive. The Memphis game in Sacramento was a tough one. Like they, they didn't play that well, but it's just fun to see that. It's really fun to see that. Loyal Sack Kings fan, what's up, dude? Hey, hey. Uh-oh. He's not. He well, unmuted he himself. Kings fan. Coming down in three, mm. two, one. Bump, bump, bump. Okay. Oh, well. Um, someone in the chat was asking us about Zion's dunk tonight. If you oh. guys missed it, how about the Pelicans? The Pelicans win again. All of a sudden, the Suns are in the kind of this mini funk now. They've lost a few in a row, Morgan. Um, and tonight it was no different, not exactly a pretty game. Um, the Phoenix Suns have lost three in a row and they lost to the Pelicans tonight, 128 to 117. Zion had 35 points in the win, 13 of 17 shooting for him. Alvarado dropped 20 off the bench. How about that? Um, and Late in the game, they got a rebound. The game was already decided. Yeah. And they kick it to Zion, who has a windmill jam that some would say was unnecessary. After the game, the Suns get awesome. all pissed off about it, and there's a brief little... I don't scuffle. Know what, scuff, I don't even know, a pushing, jaw-jacking, all that stuff after the game. I have changed my view on this. Like, back in the day, like, if you asked me 10 years ago, like, you can't do that. Oh, this, this is sports. You got to... You, you won the game. Respect the game. No. No, no, no. There's time on the clock. Play all the way through. Go play. Go play. If you don't like it, stop it. Why did you give up on the play, Phoenix? Why did you give up? Play the game. Play the game. This game is for the fans. And guess what? Those fans who watched the game saw Zion dr drop a windmill jam. That's awesome. If you have a problem with it, go stop it. I don't care. Like, I'm sorry. That to me, you know, if you're one of those people that gets bothered by that, it's a joke. Same thing happened tonight in Utah. Rudy Gobert made his return to uh, Utah tonight. Uh -huh. Got a great ovation after having so many good years there. At the end of the game, he had a little layup at the end. And I believe it was Malik Beasley who got into it with him at the end of the game. It's like, are you, you guys are getting mad by that point. You lost the game. Take your L and Here, take your ass back to the, the locker The Zion room. thing, you know, it's funny because I loved it as a basketball fan. It was just like a, oh, shit. But at the same time, I totally get it from athletes being like, it's a sign of respect. But 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I just feel like we've evolved um, in different sports, baseball, flipping the bat. Like it's becoming more and more normalized. Like everyone isn't clearing the benches and starting to yell at each other and acting like they're going to fight. Where in basketball, seeing that from Zion tonight, I just, I, I, I liked it. I, it's fun to see a human that, big do that oh my god he is he is so it's a shame that we didn't get to see him last year right because you know i i just love the guy yeah and what he means for the league just stay healthy zion please i mean he's just a freak the way that he just is like a bowling ball and he's capable of going under the big the big bigs but then with other bigs he can body through them with his physicality yeah good passer just incredible such a talent. And they're still playing without Brandon Ingram. They win again. They're 17 and 8, right? And that's a big win over a Suns team that needed a win. Chris Paul did have 24 points, 8 rebounds, 7 assists. So that was good. But they can't stop anyone. Booker was held to 14 points on 5 of 17 shooting. Damn. So that's rough for them. Um, I was trying to think of other things that jumped out to me in the NBA as we kind of do the thing we love doing, which is yeah. talk about games that we didn't watch. Oh, Tyrese Halliburton had another double-double uh, tonight. I okay. saw that. Cool. Pacers won. They beat the Wizards 121 to 111. Halliburton had 23 and 11 on 9 of 14 shooting. Buddy Heald had 28 points in the win. Um, Lakers lost tonight. Dude, did you see Did you see how that I have scored? no idea. I know okay. LeBron and AD did play in that game. So the score, like... They were losing by a lot. It was 90-something to 113. I think uh, Philly was up. And then Lakers kept just chipping away. Sixers were up by as many as 18 points in that game. Um, Embiid finished with 38, 12, and 5, Morgan. Jesus. Um, And DeAnthony and Melton added 33 points for them. James Harden had 28 and 12. I I think you just passed it. You just had it up and you just passed whatever you're looking for. If it was Philly. Right there. No, that wasn't it. Oh, that was it. It was 113.97 with 350 to play. (laughs) There we go. And it still went to overtime? That's what I wanted to show you. That's insane. Well, that's a tough loss. Now the Lakers are 10 and 15 on the season. Yeah. Didn't see it. But, oh, and really quick, too, because you and I were just sprinkling in a little bit when we were talking about the Kings, talking about DeMontis Sabonis being an all-star, playing at an all-star level. And then we started talking about all the bigs in the West, and we're like, God, just stacked. You got Jokic. You got uh, Anthony Davis. um, Just so many other Zion. Yeah. So many bigs that have the name and... And, I mean, and it goes by front court position, so you're not going by center. So other forward, you think about sure. other forwards, you're thinking Jeremy Grant's had a great start to the year. Absolutely. But it's pretty simple to me. 
if the Kings are above 500, they're going to have an all-star this year. Well, they're going they to. Should. And Sabonis has played like one. There's no doubt about it. Zero doubt in my mind that he should be an all-star. Like, if the all-star game was today and he wasn't on the team, that would be shocking to me. I don't know. Is that weird to say? No. I think with the way that he's playing and the way that the Sacramento Kings have taken a step, I mean, you're beating some of the better teams in the NBA. Like, you're not the laughing stock anymore. That that narrative has got to change. Ooh. Five seconds left in that Sac State game. 66-63, man. Final. It's final. Oh. Wow. Just so you guys know, and I know there's people listening to this later going, okay, you guys are going over the Sac State <laughs> football game. Look, Sac State had a hell of a year. They were 12-0. A home playoff game against Incarnate World. They lost 66 to 63. The fourth quarter scoring was 29-28. In the fourth quarter, 29-28. Call for Jason Ross. Dude, are you kidding me? You want to talk about some team stats? Total offense tonight for Sac State 738 yards to 579. Oh, and you lost. Troy Taylor, their head coach, could be headed to Stanford too, which is pretty insane. Yeah. Wow. So that was their first loss of the season, too. Yeah. They were 12 and 0. That's sad. That's sad. Damn. Stingers really, up, baby. Really Stingers sad. up. Um, Kings take on the Knicks coming up next. Yeah. A Knicks team that the last couple of games, it's kind of been all right. After I was watching their game, I think it was last week against Dallas. And I'm like, dude, they're up. They're playing Dallas well. They had a terrible third quarter against Dallas where they were outscored big time in that game. It was. I'm, I want to look at that third quarter because it was so, so bad. Okay, let's see here. Yeah, they were outscored. They were outscored in the third quarter against Dallas, forty-one to fifteen. They end up losing one twenty-one to one hundred. Since that time, the Knicks have won three in a row. They beat uh-huh. Cleveland, ninety-two eighty. Wow, ninety-two Held them eighty-one. To 81 points. Wow. And then Atlanta, they beat them one thirteen to eighty-nine. Held them to eighty-nine points. And then Charlotte, one twenty-one. 102 tonight. Now, Charlotte's a bad team, but they have won three in a row. And we talked to Davion Mitchell over the summertime, and uh, we were asking about, like, difficult players to guard. Someone he mentioned was someone that is on the Knicks, Morgan Reagan, the one, the only, Jalen Brunson. I don't like guarding. I don't know say I don't like guarding because I love guarding everyone, but yeah. Jalen Brunson, he's not skinny, but he's so skilled. He, he can bump you, and, like, uh, it, he's just probably, like, the hardest person I've guarded. Wow, really? just a quick first step, huh? Like, I'm never going to speed him up, though. So I'm probably him and Donovan. Donovan Mitchell is definitely hard to guard, too. I'm not going to lie. I'm talking about for Jalen Brunson, like, someone that's underrated like that, but, like, he's still up there. Like, it's guarding yeah. him. Like, I really look forward to guarding him every night, but I know, like, man, I, I can't, you know what I'm saying? I can't mess up, like, because he will, he's going to see it, he's going to expose it, he's going to score the ball. You know what I'm saying? And so it's like, I love guarding him. I really don't like there's Davion Mitchell. That's a nice little breakdown from Davion. I love forgot about that. That's also how he says it. And that's why I love guarding him. Yeah. It's just like he appreciates the challenges. Love it. Um, let's uh we have one person waiting. We gotta get to that person. Wine historian. Oh. We talked to Wine Historian before, I believe, right? Hello, Wine Historian. I recognize that name from Discord. <laughs> Oh man, it sounds so crappy. A little muffling. A little muffled. Dude. What's up? What's up? Let me come back and try to fix it. Right. <laughs> we're last one of the night. We're like, let's go there. Let's see. 
Um, PKC is who is scared of the Knicks? I don't think you should be scared of them. I'm just saying don't like take it lightly either. You know what I mean? Um, Look what they've been doing defensively against yeah. some yeah. decent it, You know, teams. it's a three o'clock game. Weird things happen. We just went over like the Kings are, you know, you don't want to have a stinker. I mean, I definitely think the Kings are a better team, but, you know, we'll see. Loyal Sack Kings fan claims to be back. What's up, Loyal Sack Kings fan? Can you hear me now, guys? Yeah, hey. we got you, man. What do you see tonight? Well, actually, funny story. I also had a dance tonight. What? Wait, there's all these dances. Yeah, you guys... how'd it go, man? Well, I was watching the Kings game on my phone basically the whole time, but it was still fun. Man. Just, I mean, I, I, I don't blame you for watching the Kings game. I'll give you that. I just <laughs> think you got to enjoy these moments, man, because you're going to grow up and be like, man, I wasn't. Are you going to, though? No, you know what, though? I'm going to tell yeah. you guys the story time with Deuce. Story oh. time with Deuce. So when the Kings were really good, uh, I was in, there was a, it was early high school. I, yeah, I was a freshman in high school. The Kings were in a playoff game. I think it was a playoff yeah. game. Either way, the Kings were in a game. And my girlfriend at the time had a dance recital. Oh, oh you, no. think, you, you think I want to watch a dance recital, Loyal Sack Kings fan? No, I don't think you want to watch a dance recital. No, but I did because I was a, a great boyfriend. I was there to support. But you know who had a little little radio with headphones? What a great boyfriend. I listened to the Kings game yeah, during the dance recital. I'm not missing that. So th so then you can't get mad at Loyal Sack No, that's Sack what I'm Kings saying. Fan. I relate yeah. to him. I, I get it. Yeah, I would probably would have done the same thing, though. This. Yeah. yeah. So did you, so you enjoyed a little bit of the dance, but a lot of the game then? Yeah. Basically. Um, what, what was your favorite part about the game? The comeback, the 19-0 run? Yeah. Cause I thought we came out with intensity. Like we wanted to win this game today. And that's something that's just so different about this team. Yeah. True. I love that, man. I, I just love how they're playing and it's, it's fun to see them playing in that fashion down the stretch. It wasn't like, oh, they just hit a whole bunch of threes and got hot late. It's like, no, we got 10 straight stops, and then we got buckets on the other end. We had Keegan knocking down threes, Herter making shots, Sabone is coming up big. Let's go. The defense was there, and it just made me so hyped. It was yeah, so good. Yeah. Um, so did, you didn't dance at all? I mean, I danced a little bit, but yeah. not a lot. Only well, only during timeouts. What was the, what was the yeah, song? Maybe. What was the song at the dance that got like everyone Ooh. like fired up, ready to go? Honestly, none of them. There's not what? one song that was like everyone. Hey, let's go. No, not really. What? Okay, wait. Do you did you slow dance? Hmm. Do you, is that what your friends do? No, they didn't even put a slow dance song on. Whoa. Okay, that's interesting. I know. I don't know what is wrong with these dances. These are yeah. dumb. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm glad you had fun your dance. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, I'll talk to you soon, man. All right. Bye. Good night. You, you too, too. Man. You, can I just say one thing I love about Night Chat? What's one thing that you love by Nacha? We have the most random people in the chat. Voice chat. Best We've thing got in the world. Nick. We've got old people like Trevor. We got a 16-year-old genius in Pranil who drops in. We have two little, like, 12, 13-year-olds that pop in after a dance to talk about the Kings. So and we cool. have all these people. It's pretty insane. It's No, it's, like, it's the coolest thing. I always – sometimes I'm so jealous that some of these younger Kings fans have 
the the access to so much more. Oh, I guess, but you know what, Morgan? What, dude? This, I was like perennial. No, these I years. know. I was listening to eleven forty. List calling in, listening all the time, listening at, at you know night. I was obsessed with it, and I was on like kingstalk.com on forums. I just didn't know about it as like a little yeah. girl. You know, you don't you don't talk about sports 24/7 with your with as like a young woman in your groups. Like I definitely I mean with my basketball teammates though, Deuce, really quick, we definitely all wrote notes to each other, teammates, all the time. Can't wait for practice. God, yeah, I'm yeah. going to do this today at practice. Oh my god, is practice is going to be so fun. Like that was how we talked, but I wish I obviously had more of a Kings community too. I was yeah, I was obsessed obviously. Yeah. Um, pretty funny. Some people mentioning the random people who call in, including Willard. So Sabonis is trainer. Oh my God. Yes. Ivan, Ivan, I think. Yeah. Uh, PK says, do some more. Please talk about how insane this fan base is. I mean, it's, it's it's insane. It's pretty cool. You said a lot. It's pretty damn insane. This seems bad for a long time (laughs) and people are still fired up, ready to go. And I, I'm just, I'm glad even though it's early that, People are feeling this type of way about a team. There's a connection. The players are fun. They play without Fox tonight. And I, I know they play without Donovan Mitchell, but they play without Fox tonight. We haven't talked about Fox. We, I don't know how we're like an hour and a half in and we haven't really touched on that. That's really bad of us. I know why. Because y- you and I yeah. recorded something yes, about Fox. And we put it on our YouTube channel. So, yeah, Fox obviously did not play today. And after last game, we're like, God, it's there's not there's something going on here. Well, he told Jason Anderson from the B that he was dealing with some foot issue that happened going way back November 5th to Orlando. He had an MRI. There's a bone, or I don't know if it's a bone bruise, or there's a bruise on the foot. There's a bruise. Either way, he's been battling through something, and his numbers have dipped. It was 16 points a game, 38% shooting, 28% from three over this seven-game stretch. doesn't have the same pop, right? He's not doing the same thing. I'm so glad that they had him sit for this game. And I would Same. probably sit him for the next game too. And I might get greedy and sit him for the Philly game. Whew. No, because that Philly game is a first and I have a back to back too. Yeah. I, I just, I just think you have to be careful with this. You know, you, if you're going to have a great year, Fox needs to be on his a game he does. and he clearly hasn't been able to perform to the level we saw early in the season. Oh. Um, so get him right. Get a him lot, healthy. A lot of his game relies on, obviously, his athletic ability, his physical play, where he is health-wise. And um, we've talked about how he's definitely taken a leap in different categories uh, skill-wise as well, which has taken his entire game to another level. So that's all great. But, yeah, this team is him as an organ or as an individual just so much better if his body is as healthy as it can be. And if you can do that by resting him for a little bit, then do it now. Yeah. And if it needs to be extended, that's fine. I think they have the depth to get through it. And they showed that tonight. Yeah, right? they did. And they they, I mean, t- they had the adversity of now we know Davion was feeling lightheaded. Kevin Herter had the shoulder thing, came in and out. Terrence Davis wasn't playing. A lot of different things going on. Pulled out the win. Well, we're going to be back live again on Sunday night. We'll be on sooner after the game this time around. Yes. So typical time, which is usually like an hour, 15 after the game. Yep. 
Uh, so Kings Knicks tip off at 3 p.m. Pacific time that day. You want me to double check? I'd love for you to double check. I thought you guys, you you just know that off the top of your head. I, I think, think I'm right. Three but I've had a lot of turnovers tonight, just from the G League game to this. Mm. I've turned over the ball There a you lot. go. 3 p.m.? 3 p.m. Pacific time, Kings and Knicks will be live after the game to talk about, and hopefully it's a it's a good thing. Um, we love you guys so, so, so much, but we, guys, we go. You all have a wonderful rest of your Friday evening. Thank you so much for being here with us. See ya! Deuce and mo, deuce and mo, deuce and mo. They tell you what they know, deuce and mo. Deuce and Mo, Deuce and Mo, the podcast that you know, Deuce and Mo. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day for movement. Whether mom's into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, movement has something she'll love. And right now, you can save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with up to 50% off site-wide during Movement's Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.